Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, we're joined now by Kem Ikwanu, NC State offensive tackle the day before the 2022 NFL Draft. Thanks for taking some time to hang out with us. And I got to start with this. You didn't know this about me, but I'm from Weddington, North Carolina. I went to Weddington High School. I know you're only there for one year, right? But uh, went to Providence Day. So we're, we're from the same area. So, exactly. Yeah, that's, I didn't know that. Yeah. I actually, I never got a chance to go to Weddington High. Uh, I went to Weddington Middle School, and I was actually working out with the high school team, and then I uh, wanted to go into Providence Day for high school. But then, that's right. crazy. Yeah, well, I went to Weddington Middle School, so we could mm-hmm. at least have that to connect over. And I look, I remember being at NC State. I go to a lot of games up there, Carter Finley. It's, it, he will tell you it's not, but it is his favorite it's, college team as well. Nice. In the presence of uh, Icky, I'm, yeah, you know, go pack, right? Go pack. So I'll, 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 uh, I'll feed into Kyle's running joke that I'm an NC State homer. But he's, he's got, like, every year there's some guy from the NC State program that he will just pound the table for. And, well, and I've, I've teased him because NC State was like one of those first schools that when we were getting started, he was always able to go to NC State. They were always very accommodating. He's had nothing but great things to say about the program. And now it's got the soft spot in his heart. And he, yeah. and he pushes back against it. But right. it was it was nice to, that we got a couple guys this year and, and that the uh, the tradition can continue. Well, I found a very welcoming atmosphere, you know, for NC State. So I can understand why you kind of be sucked in. They there are. it is. It's the, it's the only press box I've ever been to that gives you three meals for a game. I mean, yeah, you walk into a meal, a halftime meal, and then a postgame meal. But it's not like mm. – Finger foods, like it's a full-on oh, yeah. meal three times. Yeah, they're gonna feed you now. Gonna, <laughs> you know about that? Feed you. Yeah, very good. So I remember being there, 2019, Syracuse, and you know I go to the games and I'm I'm interested in the players, right? And I know who the prospects are. And at that time, you were a true freshman, and I remember just like, all right, I'm just gonna watch this game. The talent's gonna jump off the screen. I'm like, who's this left tackle? Who's the left tackle for for NC State? And I look down at the depth chart, and it's it's you. And you're just a true freshman, so I'm like, all right, I got to wait a couple years on on him, right? We got we got we got draft eligible guys. Well, we've waited a couple years. Here you are, and and um, I mean, just first of all, like, congratulations on the journey. Like, you developed into who we believe is the best offensive lineman in this class, and you know, certainly prepared to hear your name called very very high, uh, you know, tomorrow night. So, congrats on the journey, and I just wanted to like get it out there hey we're from the same area and, and I've, I've been to a lot of games at NC State and it's it's really cool to see this come full circle and here we are now in in Vegas sitting down before the NFL draft so congrats on an awesome journey yes yeah, because that, that was actually my first start yeah uh, you know at left tackle right there so definitely a lot of memories uh, you know definitely been a long journey and really just blessed to be in this position Icky, I, I wanted to ask you, one of the things we always like when we get guys down and we get a chance to talk to them is reflecting on their path, right? And, and you reflect on that first start at Syracuse when you first got on campus to where you are now. And I'd love to hear you reflect a little bit on both the growth as a football player, but also the growth as a person. What has NC State been able to provide you that has allowed you to grow? And in what ways, when you look back on who you were versus who you are, that you've grown the most? Well, I feel like, you know, definitely – you know, first as a player, um, just growing, you know, flexibility and mobility, you know, from my freshman year to, to now this, my, this past year, my junior year has just been growing so much tremendously just because of the, the strength program and the, you know, athletic training program we have at State. Um, that was really one of the main reasons I chose NC State was the strength program. Coach Thunder was there and kind of seeing the check record he had of developing guys and bringing them on, you know, um, you know all, all sorts of weights, all different positions and kind of just honing them in the, in the weight room first and allowing them to thrive on the football field. So. 
you know, physically, you know, I said my mobility and my flexibility have definitely improved the most over these last couple of years, and I thank NC State for that. Mentally as well, just learning so much about the game. Uh, I was able, blessed to have older guys in the room with me, you know, like, uh, you know, Emmanuel McGirt, Tom O'Reilly, some of the guys that have played my position that I've seen play and I kind of looked up to. Um, so being able to have that wisdom in the, lock, in the locker room as well was big for my development. Um, I guess mentally as well, you know, having Coach Garrison there, being able to teach me some things about the position. You know, he played center, and so that kind of forced him to learn as much as he can about the left tackle position because he never played it. And so I kind of uh, taken some of that knowledge and uh, really just letting me learn and kind of letting me learn how I needed to play offensive line as well and how I needed to play left tackle and kind of giving me that freedom help my development as well. Um, and as a person, I feel like I've kind of just grown more and more as a leader. Um, my freshman year, I really didn't feel like I had too big of a voice on the team. Um, you know, part of that reason being I was a true freshman. Um, obviously, so uh, kind of having to grow into that role and be more vocal as a leader and kind of just grow and being able to kind of, you know, stand up and tell guys what they need to do and, you know, kind of just really change the culture of the program. So really, I feel like I've grown, you know, both as a player and as a person. You know, one of my favorite things about watching NC State over the years has been just no matter who the linemen are, no matter who the running backs are, no matter who the coaches are, because there's been a lot of turnover on the offensive coaching staff, y'all can run outside zone. Mm. I mean, it's like it's it's like watching – poetry out there I mean just how everybody gets to their landmarks and, and creates running lanes and so I don't know if you want to give us like the secret sauce or what's mm -hmm. going on but why why is that such a a successful staple of that NC State program mm -hmm. over the years well I feel like it goes back to recruiting as well kind of just having the personnel that we have you know guys that a lot of guys have played defensive line as well so being able to you know have some of that finesse to you and be able to move you know use your body in space is something you kind of learn on both sides of the ball um, so kind of having some of those D-line converts a little bit and yeah. just, just recruiting guys that can play multiple positions that are, you know, versatile and I guess have the frame to, you know, add good weight. And, you know, guys also take the weight room serious and the conditioning program serious and just buy in. Um, and also it goes to coaching as well, you know, the schemes and making sure that we set up practice where we're drilling the right things. That goes back to Coach Garrison and uh, my, former, my former offensive assistant offensive line coach, uh, Coach Barr as well. Um, so kind of just going to the preparation about it as well, kind of just working footsteps each and every day. Um, trusting us to teach some of the young guys the footwork early on so that when they hit camp, they're already ready to go. And um, so just stuff like that. So I think it goes back to the person that we have. You know, we have a great group of athletic uh, offensive linemen at NC State, and that's something we're going to keep on, keep on building. One of, the, uh, one of the things that's hard to miss when we watch you play is just the power that you, you provide in the run game. And I think what's fun is you typically associate zone blocking with Kind of you're steering guys as compared to throwing guys out the club. And you find a really nice marriage of both of those things. So uh, would love to hear you talk a little bit about your mentality as a football player in mm. general uh, and how you're able to strike that perfect balance between the mobility and the flexibility that you credit to as being a really big area of growth for you with you know, all the different facets that are asked of you as an mm. offensive tackle. Well, I feel like the way I kind of play the game is really more of like a mindset thing. Like I've always had that mindset where I want to impose my will on the field. I always want to dominate on the field and really just give everything I can and put everything, you know, like my whole being into the game every time I step on the field because I feel like if I don't, then I'm letting my team down and my teammates down. And I want to be able to look, you know, after the, the, the end of the game, win or lose, um, be able to look my teammates in the eye and tell them that I did everything I did, you know, physically, emotionally mentally you know that to win this game for him um, so I kind of like a mindset thing as well but also I feel like you know my athleticism is something that you know is definitely a strength of mine um, you know being able to move in space and being able to you know execute some of those reach blocks and stuff is, you know it's not easy 
Um, but I think it's something that, you know, I've been able to execute the last couple of years. Um, so I feel that's also, you know, a pretty big part of my game as well. So what's that progression like? Because like you, we just talked about, your first start in 2019 against Syracuse, you know, by the end of 2020, we're reading about how you're the most feared offensive lineman in the ACC. And now here comes this 2021 season and you're that dude, right? Like now you're that guy that's supposed to go out there and maul people. How did that evolve for you year over year, kind of in your own development as a player, but realizing that you're becoming one of the premier blockers in the nation? Like, mm. did it become more challenging? How did you have to shift your process knowing that your opponents are like, all right, this guy's supposed to be the cream of the crop. I'm, you know, it's going to be a barometer for me as a player going up against you. Like, how did that evolve for you? Mm. Well, so I've always felt like, you know, I'm, like I said, like my mindset's always been to dominate and just always, you know, leave it all on the field. So personally, because of the way I play, I always felt like I was the best, you know, player on that field 24-7. That was always my mindset. And whoever God put in, in whoever was put in front of me, I felt bad for him because it's like, yeah. man, you're not better than me. Um, that's kind of the mindset I always carried on. Um, but I guess, like, my actions didn't really – Align with that as much as I thought it did until uh, after my 2020 season. I had to sit down with my offensive coordinator, Coach Beck, and he really just like kind of just humbled me a little bit. Like he really just told me like you know I really wasn't playing even though I thought I was playing spectacular. I thought I was you know I thought I was playing great. He told me that I wasn't playing nearly to my potential. He said I could be doing more for this team and I can be doing more for myself. And so uh, that was off season going to this past season. And I really just kind of had like, made me have a whole new focus, a whole new lens on the off season. Like it made me just want to work that much harder. Kind of knowing the expectations that he had for me, that my team had for me, and kind of just the expectations that I had for myself, just making sure that I did everything I could to work towards those expectations and really just be the player that I wanted to be. Because at the end of the day, like, sir, like, it's cool having articles about you saying you're this and you're that, but like if you don't feel that way about yourself for one, or you're not working to actually be that, you know, eventually it's gonna come out. You know, like the film is gonna expose you yeah. at the end of the day. So, I really want to just I had the image of myself, and I appreciate Coach Beck for kind of you know, I guess breaking me down a little bit and allowing me to kind of reach the potential for myself that he saw into me. And uh, yeah, this off this past season, kind of knowing that teams are probably key off on me because. Kind of, you know, I was getting some recognition and stuff. It kind of made me work that much harder, just because, you know, my mom says you're never gonna beat me. So, if, if you're, if you're, I know they're coming for me. That's gonna make me work that much even harder. So make sure that you know I'm doing everything I can and make sure I'm not laying my team down. When's the last time you got feedback like that? Man, uh, I mean, he was probably one of like the first. I mean, now I, I won't say he's the first because I'm probably back in like in high school. I had a coach, Coach Cruz. He kind of said that too, and that was before like I was getting recruited. Yeah. He was just looking at me. I was doing early bird workouts, and I was kind of, like, BSing in there a little bit. He was like, Icky, like, what are you doing, man? Like, I just looked at him. I don't know. He was like, I don't think you understand, like, the potential you have. Um, and he kind of just broke me down almost, like, the same way. Like, just because he just saw something in me that I almost didn't even see in myself at the time. And that kind of just really just made me grind that much harder. And, you know, I started picking up offers really that, that next year when I really kind of put my mindset that I wanted to play, you know, college football. So I feel like, you know, I've been humbled a couple of times, and each time I appreciate it more and more. I wanted to, to piggyback off of that. We've heard about some of the coaches that have kind of helped raise your game. Who are some of the teammates that you've had that you, you've gone to battle in, whether it's in the summer or in two days or, or whatever else, that have helped spur growth in you from, from applying the, the fundamentals and the techniques and, and hmm. learning what you're physically capable of? Well, I say uh, it's been a lot of guys that came through NC State, especially. Like, we've had – we take a lot of pride in the trenches, and so we have a lot of pride, you know, offensive O-line and D-line. You know, it's always a competition. And I feel like my freshman and sophomore year, um, it, it was a little bit too prideful almost, like the competition. Like, yeah, we were succeeding, but 
we weren't as connected as we should be. And so this past offseason, my junior year, that's kind of when we started kind of reaching across party lines a little bit and really getting with some of the D linemen, just so, so we can all kind of improve uh, the O line trenches as uh, the, the trenches of the NC State Wolfpack as a whole. So some of the guys I work with personally was Daniel Joseph, uh, Savion Jackson, C.J. Clark. Uh, Corey Dirt. I know I'm going to forget somebody. They're oh going to get mad at me. But <laughs> those are just some of the guys, you know, uh, Savion, uh, Caesar obviously being in my class as well. So I've kind of been able to grow with them as I've grown as a person. And then Dan Joseph, he transferred here uh, this past year, you know, being an older guy. Corey as well, being an older guy, um, you know, kind of being able to pick their brain a little bit because they've obviously seen a little bit more, of, you know, of players like me. Um, so really just being able to kind of just talk about technique stuff, you know, if I throw a jab, how are they going to react to it? If I you know, kick set this way, or if I'm aggressive with my kick set, how they're going to respond to it, and they kind of just bouncing ideas off each other, and I feel like that made us all grow. Like, our, our, all of our performances went up because of that, because we were kind of able to see the other side and how the other side was viewing things. It gave us a whole new perspective. So, I reached out to some contacts today over at NC State and asked for mm. you know some graphics, <laughs> some, some videos of my guy Icky, because we're gonna do we're doing a broadcast of the draft tomorrow night and. Know, we're, we want to do you know good job covering you, and I got to see a video of you with a bottle of syrup mm. and uh, spilling that thing all over the room. Can, yes, can you? Sir. What, what's that like? I mean, I was sitting there watching this. I'm like, I kind of want to do that. I, yeah. what, did, did you did you prepare? Man. Like, what's that like dumping <laughs> so out a whole was, thing? Of that syrup? was this past season. We were doing yeah. a photo shoot like we usually do, and uh, we had some new guys come in. Side of Mike Jones and Maurice, uh, you know, in the video department, creative department at State. You know, that kind of just spices up a little bit. So we kind of just had props and stuff that were kind of unique to our character yeah. uh, as, you know, a football player and all that sort of stuff. And obviously one of my biggest, I guess, props you can use is syrup bottles because we get syrup for every pancake block. Oh. So they had the syrup out there. And me and my boy Grant Gibson, our center, uh, we were just doing everything with the syrup. We were like, they had pancakes out there. They were pouring it on pancakes. We were pouring it on the ground. We were uh, tossing the bottle back and forth, like just kind of doing everything we can, just using the syrup. And I know I feel like it was just really cool that they kind of did that, you know, kind of just highlighted something about you know, uh, our culture at NC State. Did they make you clean it up? No, nah, they had a towel on the floor. Oh, so they, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, couldn't get on the turf. We can't mess the turf up. You just have like regular pancakes on a Saturday and put a little bit of syrup on there. You're picking that that syrup up for a week, right? It's everywhere. And now this, mm. I'm like, oh my God, that room's got to be a mess. Bro. Yeah, we were, man, I think we went through like two whole bottles doing that. But I mean, it was fun though. I love how it came out. It was cool, yeah. I, I want to let Joe have this moment too because you mentioned Grant Gibson. So we're going through our summer scouting process and, and Joe's the ACC guy because he's down in, in the Charlotte area and he, he's watching NC State and he comes back and he has all these things uh, to say about you and what he liked on film. And he had Grant too. And he's like, Grant's a dude, man. Like mm. this guy can ball. So I wanted to, to give you that opportunity yeah. since he mentioned Grant. Uh, and, and we're here talking about about this offensive line. Yeah, I enjoyed watching Grant, and obviously long term fixture there, team leader, mm. uh, really ex- interesting family story. So, what can you tell us about Grant? Man, he seems like he was a real glue guy for that program. Hundred percent. Yeah, Grant's a great guy. Uh, kind of Grant's thing. He always says it's uh, PVO, positive vibes only, and that's yeah. kind of like a mindset that we really kind of all adopted as a team. Like you'll see even all over the offensive line room, PVO, PVO, and it's always like having this next play mentality. Like n- really, just never letting anything in your life kind of get you down. Like always just putting good energy out into the air, and um, you know having good energy come back into you, and just always being positive. And I feel like Grant's kind of like the like the, the, I don't even know the word for it, but what's the word for it? It's an all-around dude. Yeah, all-around dude, but that's him. Like, if you think, like, like when you think about positive vibes, when you think about putting out good energy into the air, like you think about Grant Gibson on the team. So, like you said, they glue the offensive line, you know, quarterback of the of the O-line at the center position, and you, know, you 
it would really be exciting watching them, you know, compete this season. Let me ask you real quick about your family because it, it's it's a fascinating story how you're here and uh, you have a twin brother, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, and kind of very contrasting personality. So maybe just some comments on your family dynamics and, uh, you know, just reflecting back on your journey and, and relationships within your family uh, to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, I have a twin brother, an uh, older sister and older brother. Uh, they're actually all here with me in Vegas awesome. uh, helping me celebrate, so that's been good. But, um, yeah, kind of just growing up, really just like the main thing always in the hustle was just, you know, making sure your grades are right. And yeah. as, as long as your grades are right, you can really just do whatever you want, extracurricular. So me and my brother growing up, we did everything. Like we was we were doing musicals, we did Boy Scouts, we did all the sports you can think of, uh, just anything we could. And that was kind of always our passion, kind of just being active and like being involved. And my sister's passion was kind of like the arts as well. So she did a lot of musicals, chorus, um, all that sort of stuff. And um, she was in a like a web series a couple of years ago, and now she's doing medicine. That's also a, you know a big passion to her, just medicine, uh, psychology, psychiatry, um, stuff like that. So that's kind of what she's leaning towards. And then my older brother's passion is uh, really like design and being like a, he's very artistic. So uh, right now he's an animator. He's an animator for uh, a company that just got bought out by Fox Animation, I oh, believe. Wow. So he'll be moving to Canada in the next couple months, uh, pursuing his animation goals. But I mean, just growing up, really, just as long as our grades are good, we all kind of just pursued our own passions. And, uh, you know, it's really just kind of cool seeing, you know, all these years later how all of our passions have kind of grown. It's awesome. What brought you guys to the Charlotte area? Uh, so my dad got a job. Um, he, he's a he's a family physician. So we got a job at, I think at the time it was called Pineville Medical or something yeah. like that at the time. But right, I they're think, all 51, right? I think, I think so. Yeah. But now I think it's a Novant Health now. Like yeah. all of them are Novant Health. Yep. Um, but he got a job, so um, he moved. Well, they were staying in the Bronx, New York. My mom, my dad, and then they had my uh, older brother, older sister in New York. So they were actually born in the Bronx. And then when they came to Charlotte, uh, they had me and my brother. So me and my brother were born in Charlotte. My older brother, older sister, born in the Bronx. All right. All right, so i got to ask. You mentioned Boy Scouts. We knew a lot about you. I didn't know you were a Boy Scout. I'm yeah, a Boy Scout. I, actually, I don't think anyone knows that. I did do a little, a little bit of Boy Scouts. How Scout far did you day. get? Yeah, I think I was like a first class. Okay. And then I just, you know, I decided to go you with sports. You stuff going on. Yeah. I, got, yeah. I, I just wanted to be at it. just wanted to be involved anywhere I could. I just kind of just finding new passions as I grew up. What what did, what were some new experiences that, that they provided you that like, you're like, man, like I didn't think I was going to vibe with that, but I do. Man, so I went to a Boy Scout summer camp, which I don't know, I never thought I'd ever go, but uh, I, w- I went to one and I was doing fly fishing. I don't know why. I don't think I ever fished before before that. Yeah. And fly fishing, they said it was like almost harder than like regular fishing because the line is different, yeah. some of like that. But I was doing that, and it was like a two-week program or something like that. And like by the end of it, we went to – I think it was a stock pond. But still, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I still I still caught some. I caught, yeah. caught, caught, a nice little, uh, caught a nice little bass in there. It's like the size of my forearm. I was real proud of myself. And, at the time. I'm yeah, sure. at the time. Yeah. At the time. Yeah, not, not right now. But, yeah, so I guess that was pretty cool. And I didn't really think I'd – honestly, I didn't really think I'd enjoy it like – being that in the outdoors that much and you know fly fishing but i want to really enjoying it or well, in the presence of an eagle scout here kyle nice. so yeah. had to make sure that Sorry, was known. i i wasn't uh i didn't have the same palette and things that i was involved in mm. so it was a little easier for me to stay the course in and, the eagle scouts and, and get on yeah but, you ever do any fly fishing kyle uh, i do have my fly fishing are you kidding yeah, the so i'm going to montana next month i might do some fly fishing but the problem is i don't know what i'm doing we'll you tell you what we'll go handbook. Is that, maybe we after this interview we'll I can go to the pool out here get a few we'll, casting we'll get a couple exactly. sticks and we'll, we'll see right. what we can do for you but uh Iggy, I wanted to hear about this draft process for you what has this been like obviously we've talked a lot about your background in nc state uh, but you're getting ready for this transition to go to the pro game now, and, and you've been through the gauntlet with the NFL Combine and 
the pro day and the workouts. So when you look at this process and what it has been like for you, like what has surprised you about this effectively three month, four month long job yeah. interview uh, for the draft tomorrow night? Uh, really just like how much fun I've been having. Like I thought this is, I mean, it, it is like kind of a stressful time, but I honestly didn't think I was going to have as much fun as I did, especially during like the whole combine training uh, process that I took like right beginning of January. Um, you know, we had a great group of guys training out <clears throat> Sports Academy, California. It was like seven, eight of us. And uh, really we just had a lot of fun, just kind of grinding for the combine together. And, uh, you know, obviously kind of just seeing us all thrive at the combine was obviously special for us as well. And honestly, like doing a lot of these Zoom calls and kind of learning a little bit more about how the league works and all that sort of stuff has honestly been, you know, pretty fun for me, pretty cool. So, you know, it's, it's going to be another shift for you, right? The, the, kind of your, your ascension at NC State, and now you're – Gonna be the new man on campus on an NFL team. What's your what's your mindset kind of going into this next phase of uh, your journey as a football player? I mean, really, I just want to kind of just like put my head down and work. Um, I feel like, I mean, that's really the best thing I can do, especially going into a new program. Um, you know, I feel like the wrong thing to kind of the wrong way to go about it would kind of be trying to go in there and just make a lot of friends right away, all that sort of stuff. I feel like if I really just get to work and kind of just you know, earn the respect of the, you know, the locker room and the staff that way and kind of just show the people that, you know, it's, no, I'm not just all hype. You know, I'm, I say I'm a hard worker and I am, and I'm going to do everything I can to be the best player I can be. So I find it's really just step one for me. Would love to hear you talk about, you, you talked a lot about the culture at NC State and, and you know, how that, that's been a positive experience and the, the, the way that that program is with you walking out and, and all the positivity in that locker room. Would be curious, you know, what what from that are you carrying with you to the pros for the kind of teammate that you want to be mm. for wherever you end up getting drafted? Well, the motto I feel like if you had the motto for the NC State Wolfpack would be hard, tough together. So, like I said, working hard. You know, that goes just being that kind of speaks for itself. You know, having the work ethic of being a professional because that's what you are. You're a professional. Um, so that's definitely something I want to take with me into the league. Um, being tough speaks for itself as well. You know. Obviously, being an offensive lineman and, you know, banging heads 90 times a game and all throughout practice and offseason, you know, it takes a lot of toughness, mental, physical toughness to kind of go through that, you know, day in and day out and just play for something bigger than yourself. So that's definitely something I want to take into the league as well. And then togetherness, I feel like kind of building that family culture um, where everyone's connected, where you're not afraid to go to a D lineman as an old lineman and tell them, like, dang, you beat me today. Like, how'd you do it? Um, I feel like that's also a mindset I want to bring into the league. Um, and I feel like, you know, if I do those things, be, you know, hearts up together, I feel like I'll have success. So, I, 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 somewhat of a weird question here, because when you think about different schemes that are out there, like run schemes, you have gap schemes, and you have zone schemes, and a lot of people would watch you play and say, wow, this guy can really create displacement in the run game and move bodies out of the way, but you played in a zone run offense. Is there a style that, like, that you, do you enjoy kind of the, the zone blocking, or do you like a guy stacked on top of you, you got to move him out of the way? Like, is there a particular style of run that you like to execute mm. i mean I, don't, I guess i don't really have a preference but i mean I, we run a lot of wide zone at state and i loved every time we ran wide zone to the left you know that was one of my favorite plays good um, angles right yeah exactly great angles reach angles all that sort of stuff but i like you know putting my hand in the dirt and kind of just moving guys too um inside drills probably one of my favorite drills during camp because that's when you have the O-line, D-line. I think, you know, the toughest two groups, units on the on the team, you know, really of any given team, you kind of just have us going at it. Um, that's really like football at its most base form, and I feel like it's, you know, football at its most fun too. Icky Aquanu, the draft dudes, we really appreciate your time. 
We're wishing you all the best. Yeah, best of luck. Enjoy, Enjoy yourself, and congratulations for a great college career and for this transition for you to the next level. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.